This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 27. 27. This just into our newsroom. A plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. The that was another Apparently plane that was another plane. Seems to An airplane has crashed into the World Trade Center. There appears to be a gaping hole. Side has collapsed. The whole building has collapsed. Not alone. Tower had a major explosion and a complete collapse. By the light. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center. We're not going to be cowered by it. That we're not afraid. Freedom-loving nations of the world stand by our side. Shimmering stars. Proud to have the red, white, and blue. West, what we This country will not relent. Show the way. Proud to be a part of this country. Carry me. I think about the families, the children. To the place. Freedom itself was attacked and freedom will be defended. She stands. and New York's bravest means something now, doesn't it? This 
is a time to reflect and be thankful for where we are today. And through the fire, we will rebuild New York City. She stands. Yet after America was attacked, it was as if our entire country looked into a mirror and saw our better selves. 20 years ago tomorrow. That was Michael W. Smith. There she stands. We, we have a, a video version of this. will air in its entirety. You might want to tape it tonight. It, 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 it'll, it just breaks you down. I, I don't, this, that just brings me back to that day. It just, it just snaps my head right back into reality. You know, we go through our days and you're in a fog and you're in a daze and you got your routines and you're, you know, I'm, I'm like a Marine all week, you know, regimented doing every single thing and just stops you on a dime. What happened? 2,977 of our fellow Americans murdered, slaughtered that day by evil. The line in Michael W. song. W. Smith's song that stands out to me. When evil calls itself a martyr. And when you look at this through the prism of what we've just witnessed, and I know a lot of you are very angry about Joe Biden and that speech, and I got a lot to say on it. We'll get to that, I promise. But I just it snaps me back to that that time. 20 years, it seems like 20 minutes to me. And all that national treasure that fought in Iraq and Afghanistan. And Joe Biden now leaves Americans, abandons them behind enemy lines. We don't know how many. They're lying about the numbers. I don't even believe them. And I, I, it, it just, it shocks your conscience. It shocks your soul. You know, they're now explaining in the State Department and Jen Psaki spinning and explaining, you know, why it is that they're not. The State Department said, if you have a chartered flight with a flight with Americans on it, don't plan on landing in the U.S. You're not allowed. If you find another country that will accept your chartered flight, but they need our permission, they won't be forthcoming. Actually put that in writing. What has happened? That's not the United States of America that I know. It's just not. Just so sickening to me on on every single level. You know, here you've got, we know the Taliban. Well, you know, the 9-11 Commission report was clear. They were at war with us. We weren't at war with them. What do you think's happening now? Plotting, planning, scheming the next attack. And we can't, we, we just abandoned Americans, something Joe Biden said he would never do. No, 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 we'll stay till every American gets out. You know, Jen Psaki defending the Taliban is businesslike. You have that idiot Secretary of State Tony Blinken talking about inclusivity, and we need more inclusivity in the, uh, in the Taliban government. They allow young girls to be taken and ripped out of their mother and father's arms and taken as sex slaves and, or married off to Taliban fighters. Really, you're going to lecture them on inclusivity. Jeez, I'm sure they're all woke within the Taliban. How do you not know your enemy? Jen Psaki, you know, defending, calling the Taliban. They're very businesslike. <laughs> you got to be kidding. We're not going to allow those chartered planes to land in America. And if you need our permission, to, if you get a third-party 
country to accept your charter, yet it, uh, we're not going to give you that permission. How'd that happen? In light of looking at hearing this this song with the audio accompanying it and tonight with the video accompanying it, it just takes you back. And by the way, you know, total blackout now. I know the ivory towers sophisticates, you know, sophisticated media mob people. They love to mock Donald Trump when he complains about anything. Every tweet outraged them. Oh, the vapors fade. Va- you know, I'm more outraged that Americans are left behind enemy lines held hostage. But there now is the near blackout in the media. And Joe Biden and the White House will do everything they can not to talk about this ever again. They're running out to California to go campaign for Gavin Newsom. That's more important, apparently. Donald Trump would never leave Americans behind. Donald Trump, as soon as the Taliban was on the march, one day he would have obliterated them like Baghdadi and his associates and Soleimani, the world's most evil terrorist, and and the al-Qaeda leader in Yemen, and the caliphate. He bombed them you know, straight into the dark ages. And beat them back as Joe and, and Barack Obama let them grow and grow and grow and on the move. Nothing. We now have 143 Americans now have been held against their will by the Taliban for more than a week at Mazari Sharif Airport. That's in northern Afghanistan. Overwhelmingly Democratic media knows the Iran, Iranian hostage crisis that destroyed Jimmy Carter's reelection chances. By the way, it's day 27. Americans held hostage behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. And all they want to talk about is either anything but this. Days after abandoning Americans in Afghanistan against the will of many families that lost loved ones 20 years ago tomorrow. Biden apparently is going to visit Ground Zero and other locations. You know, President Biden will not give a live speech to commemorate the 9-11 attacks. since he'll release a pre-recorded video of his remarks. You will hear from Biden in the form of a video. Um, Biden plans to fly to the Big Apple 9 p.m. Friday, stay at a Midtown Manhattan hotel overnight before joining a ceremony at 9-11's Memorial Museum at 8.30 a.m. According to uh, law enforcement, they'll commemorate the anniversary with the moment of silence at the war, you know, where the World Trade Center once stood. And that minute, the first plane, the 8.46 a.m., the minute the first plane crashed. I know where I was. Do you remember where you were? I was dropping my son, now college graduated, off of preschool. My best friend from third grade, John Gomez, called me. He's just here the other day. We were hanging out. We had a great time with him. I had a great time with him. And he called me, he said, did you see this? No, what? And I go home, I'm like, oh, the world changed. The world changed. Biden's White House praises the Taliban as businesslike and professional. How about knowing what your enemy, you idiots? According to the White House, yep, that Taliban, they are uh, businesslike and professional. Did they not see the photos of the journalists that got the living Adam Schiff beating the hell out of them? Did they not see the video we showed last night of women getting the hell beat out of them for protesting in Kabul? They beat the hell out of them. Are they not following the reports of 
allies of the U.S. being ripped from their homes. Never to be seen or heard from again. I guarantee you that's only the beginning of the purge. Biden White House is externally extremely grateful to the Islamist extremist. The Taliban is businesslike and professional. We're very grateful. Then they're lying about the numbers. Daryl Issa says they're full of crap. Oh, there's a very small number of Americans, around 100 Americans left. Okay, give us the number. There was a deadline with Congress. They didn't do it. People who may have decided to de- not to have departed, one reason Americans are in the numbers are unclear. Underage Afghan girls say they were raped and forced into marriage to escape the Taliban. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents are reportedly investigating these claims by young female Afghan refugees. Michael Moore is out there. He's flabbergasted by the grace and precision and safety of Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal. Maybe we'll send Michael Moore in exchange for one of the Americans held hostage if he thinks it's so graceful and done with such precision and safety. So sad and it's so preventable. Hundreds of thousands of American citizens and and, uh, I'm sorry, hundreds into the thousands of American citizens and, and green card holders stuck in Afghanistan according to former U.S. officials in Afghanistan. Americans refused to leave without their families. All of this so easily preventable as the Taliban was on the march and they could have, they could have, they owned the whole territory and Bagram Air Base and they could have done it and they could have pushed back the Taliban just using drone strikes. 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be part of the program. The 20th anniversary of losing 2,977 of our fellow Americans. Of course, all of this was orchestrated uh, under Taliban rule. Now we have a report out about the very professional and business-like Taliban, as Jen Psaki defends. Yeah, FoxNews.com, an Afghan interpreter who aided the U.S. military for the last decade. Yeah, telling Fox News the Taliban beat him in his home on Thursday night for his suspected ties to the U.S. government. And he and his family face a year-long delay for approval for the special immigration visa applications. He'll probably be dead, if you want to know the truth. Once the world's not watching, all hell's going to break loose. The interpreter requested anonymity and for his family's safety. Said over the phone, the Taliban came to his home, tortured him right in front of his wife and three young children. They came to our house. They beat me. They tortured me and asked why we left uh, home last week when the Taliban was checking our house. We escaped. We were hiding from the Taliban because I feared they know about my identity and my job because I was working for the U.S. government. They were beating me, trying to find out what my job was. I told them I was just a simple civilian person simple civilian person i told them i was not part of the government or the u.s coalition forces they asked me are you a u.s spy for the u.s military u.s spy for the u.s government my kids were crying my wife was crying they tortured me they beat me in front of them and tried to make uh take me to their station my wife his his wife added my husband was working with the americans and right now they're not helping us no they're not Everyone really thinks in D.C. 
This is the Sean Hannity Show. 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Now, let me get to this speech that we ran in our final hour yesterday and didn't have a lot of time to comment, really absorb, until I got on TV last night. Of course, it starts with Biden praising himself for all the progress that he's made in combating the virus and rebuilding the economy. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, just like you're doing great on the borders, you're doing great with energy, you're doing great in Afghanistan, our enemies are walking all over us, and you you just keep patting yourself on the back, and, and let's ignore the, the basic fundamental fact that we have a, oh, let's see, 300% increase over last year in terms of coronavirus cases uh, in the United States from just one year ago. Daily U.S. COVID cases up by more than 300% from Labor Day last year. Great job, Joe. You're doing great. And and then this, you know, he's lecturing and scolding the American people and and demonizing the unvaccinated and lashing out at them. Biden declaring the pandemic was now only for unvaccinated people. Uh, That's just not true. Now, we have I have friends that are fully vaccinated that have gotten COVID-19. And actually, when I talk to healthcare providers, number of which I've spoken to this week, not that willingly, but I had to. Anyway, talk to them. Um, they're seeing it every day. And it's like the majority of new cases now, at least in the New York area, according to all these doctors and, and, and nurses that I've talked to. Anyway, so that's just not true. Now, he's right in saying that, okay, even if you have a breakthrough case, the odds of being hospitalized or dying are less. Okay. Sure, that's with the Delta variant. Yesterday, he only dealt with the Delta variant. Behind that, we've got the Peruvian Lambda variant. We're not sure where that's quite headed. Now we have in 49 out of the 50 states, I think the only state that hasn't had a case that's identified yet is Nebraska, of what's known as the Mu uh, variant, MU variant. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, We don't know what variants, what these variants are going to do because, you know, the people actually devote entire... Uh, portions of their life, their entire adult lifetime, I should say, studying viruses. It's complicated business. And, you know, that's why America paying, just as we've learned from The Intercept and their 900 pages of documents and the emails of Fauci, uh, we ended up paying for gain-of-function research. It now is pretty evident. Uh, which is just so outrageous. But this White House promises not to fire the great Dr. Fauci. But then Biden just went after, just lecture, scolding, demonizing the unvaccinated. And I said, oh, okay, is it scientific? Ask yourself this. We keep being told, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. Are we following science if we only have one, one solution fits all you know, mandates, because that's what he's now ordered. He made no exemptions, mentioned no exemptions last, last yesterday in his speech. He doesn't speak at night. He's asleep. He mentioned no, no. Exe- well, what about the rare conditions that some people have that prevent them uh, from be, being advised by their doctors? You, you can't get this vaccine because of your condition, your unique medical condition. You know, the idea that Dr. Joe Biden, he's not a medical. What medical school did he go to? What medical school did Don Lemon go to? Dr. Don Lemon. What medical school did Dr. Rachel Maddow go to? 
I love all these doctors out there. Oh, it's all the man. Hannity, you need to tell people. I'm like, no, I don't need to tell people. I, now, I've given you my speech. I'm, I'm not going to reiterate it because I've said it so many times to take it seriously. I believe in science. I believe in vaccination science. Do your research. Check, you know, check everything you possibly can. Take into account your unique medical history that I don't know, your current medical condition I don't know, and then talk to your doctor, your doctors, and make an informed decision and take it seriously. I've seen the worst of this thing. I have seen the worst. And, you know, but they're just lecturing us. Now he's, the unvaccinated people are, this is only a pandemic for the unvaccinated. Well, we have breakthrough cases, and then we've got, all these variants, we have no idea what they're going to bring with them. And he says Biden unvaccinated people are causing a lot of damage. And now we're going to require all employers with more than 100 employees mandate that their workers get vaccinated or tested weekly. OK, on the tested weekly. Actually, I'm not I'm not that upset about that. Fine. Test them. They're going to. And Joe said he's going to. We'll, we'll back you up. We'll pay for the time it takes to test you. Okay. Oh, fine. Joe wants to pay for that. Don't worry. It means you're going to pay for that. But then he then he really lays into Americans. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe and effective and free. And this is not about freedom. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Not has everything to do with freedom. Every single solitary thing you can think of to do with you know, freedom. Not sure exactly what he's talking about here. Now, you want to talk about every autocratic government everywhere has always done things in moments, you know, deliberately undermine freedom. You know, oh, in the name of public safety, national security, legitimacy, maintaining a law and order for the good of the people, all the bumper stickers, that's that's the antithesis of freedom. I get nervous, I'll be honest, any and every time a chief executive says, not about freedom, that usually means it's about freedom. At least to me, you know, tell the uh, the employer you're fine with noncompliance. You know, it's sad because I I actually met a nurse this week. I've, I've made enough of the fact that I've been jabbed and stabbed and, and poked and prodded all week, which is annoying, but it's not about me. And anyway, so I talked, but there are nurses... One nurse in particular says, I'm, I'm not going to get the vaccine. She gave me her reasons. I'm not going to give it into details. I interviewed a nurse in Houston that got fired and she got COVID. Remember, these nurses, these doctors, these these janitors, these orderlies, these these EMT people, when we had no Regeneron therapeutics, when we had no vaccines, they went in every single solitary day and into a petri dish of work conditions and and all to save other people putting their own lives at risk and now we're going to fire them in some instances and and in other instances people had it and they said I'm I'm good with my personal choice freedom it's not about freedom of personal choice with natural immunity what are they going to do now? They're going to go in with handcuffs and take Senator Rand Paul, medical doctor Rand Paul, who has natural immunity and believes in T-cell immunity. Cleveland Clinic had great results with that. And and he's following and believing in that science. They still need to go further. They say, OK, fine. 
Go further. Do it fast. Now we have plenty of anecdotal evidence. You ought to be able to put that together quicker than they are. You know, and then we're frustrated. We're frustrated. What do you mean you're frustrated? Excuse me. Was you going to scold Americans that don't want your magic potion? That for whatever reason, maybe they're rare condition. Where's the exemptions? There's no exemptions. One size fits all medicine. How is that following science? That doesn't sound like science to me. If you're not going to take into account a rare condition where that prohibits somebody legitimately from getting a vaccine. Like a 19-year-old girl I interviewed, I told you about. She was on TV, on the radio program. And then he goes on to attack everybody else. We're in a tough stretch, and it could last for a while. Oh, 300% increase from last year. Yeah, I'd say that's a tough stretch. And instead of encouraging people to get vaccinated to mask up, they're ordering mobile morgues for unvaccinated, the unvaccinated dying from COVID in their communities. This is totally unacceptable. Which governor? Can you give me the names? Even fake news CNN have their lawyers saying, yeah, this isn't going to fly in court. The 25% of unvaccinated Americans can cause a lot of damage, and they are. So what What are we now? We're, we're trying to divide Americans along. Uh, what, are you going to have to have a special sign put on us? You know, vaccinated, unvaccinated. You know, green for go and, and red for stop. Is that the new America? Does that sound like freedom to you? Not about personal freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. And by the way, I want you to protect those around you. But these lectures and what makes it incredibly more frustrating is we have the tools to combat COVID-19 and a distinct minority of Americans supported by a distinct minority of elected officials are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics I refer to are making people sick and causing unvaccinated people to die. There are some people that are going to make bad decisions in their life. Are we going to lecture junkies too? People shooting heroin into that? They don't know what the hell they're shooting into their arm. We're going to, you know, have uh, comedians and radio hosts tell us, you know, those people deserve to die and they sh- they don't deserve medical attention or care if they go to a, a, a an emergency room. Any conservative ever said that, which I don't think they would. That would be considered just yeah, soulless, frankly, to me. I, I care about every life. Just like I care about the lives of the Americans held behind enemy lines right now that nobody else seems to want to remember. Talk about it's day 27 Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. And we're not going to forget. And that's Joe Biden's America now. You know, I've, I've, I've gone over. I can't, I, I'm, I refuse in spite of enormous pressure. Me telling, just take this sucker seriously, please. I've given you the best advice I possibly can. Go, go see a doctor. Be smart about this. Make good decisions. Look at the science. Read. There's so much you can read and make the best decision for you. You know, Joe Biden saying he supports vaccines for kids 11 and under. Where's that science, Joe? Show me the science. I've met people who've been on ventilators and passed. I know people that passed away and I know people that barely survived. That's why I've been saying to take it seriously. Even got praised by liberals for saying, I really don't mind the stupid mask in the hopes that we get back to normal. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Now it's two years later. You know, no, you notice Joe never mentioned Afghanistan yesterday. The media mob is low. They're not mentioning Afghanistan. 
and he lashing out at Americans as if they're all to blame for the rise of COVID under his watch with cases up to 300% over last year. We didn't have three vaccines at this time last year, Joe. We didn't have yesterday for the first time he mentioned monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron for the first time. Do the right thing. His patience is wearing thin. Wow. What happened to I'm going to shut down the virus? That didn't happen, Joe. Now you're looking for a scapegoat. Now you're going to vilify the unvaccinated. What are we going to put signs on their door? There are unvaccinated people that live here. What about following the science? Does one size fit, you know, one, one only one answer. One size fits all medicine. It's not exactly scientific. And um, and when someone has natural immunity, if they just had COVID, they're supposed to wait anyway before they get the vaccine. Have to wait. I think that's the recommendation is three to six months, depending on what your antibody level is. But then you still have T cell antibodies. That's following science too. We've interviewed enough doctors. Yeah, T cell antibodies. In other words, that your body would recognize coronavirus and probably the variants as well. One mask, no mask, one mask, two masks, three masks, four, five masks. You know, how many masks? Masks outdoors, no masks outdoors. It's just going to be vaxxed or you got to be masked. Now it's vaxxed and masked. Now it's vaxxed, masked, and now you got to have a booster. Two weeks to slow the spread, two years later. You know, Fauci, yeah, he goes to a ball game maskless. Why is he still working? Gavin Newsom, large dinners inside restaurants. Nobody else in California can go to a dinner. His kids, they go to private school, in-person learning. The rest of California's kids, no way. His winery stays open. You know, it's just unbelievable to me. What about the uh, the CDC director tweeting, there will be no nationwide mandate. Let me play uh, Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and Nancy Pelosi. Listen to these three. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything in my power as the president of the United States to encourage people to do the right thing. Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? Well, I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. That certainly is appropriate. Also, local communities uh, are going to take uh, steps they need to take. So here's the thing. We, are, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. We cannot require someone to be va- vaccinated. That's not something we can do. It's not the role of the federal government. No, I wouldn't mandate vaccinations, and here we are. The goalposts move every day.